0: This episode is brought to you by our friends at Detroit Boxing Company. They're a clothing brand that focuses on quality and comfort. I have a few of their shirts and they are comfy as hell. And not only are you going to look great, but I swear when I put my shirt on, I could throw my jab cross hook way better. Maybe that's just the placebo effect, but I swear it looked way better. If you want to learn more about the company and what TJ has been putting together, you should listen to episode number 36 of the podcast. I had a chance to talk to him about his motivations and what inspired him to start the company. He's a wonderful dude, and what he's putting out is great. So be sure to check out their website at DetroitBoxingCompany.com, and at the checkout, make sure you use the word CoryCast, all one word, no E-C-O-R-Y-C-A-S-T, and save yourself 10% at checkout. It's time! It's time! treat yourself episode 50 can you believe it isn't that wild when I started this podcast I did not even think I was going to get to episode 50 I thought I would do like 10 episodes and be like "Eh, I'm all set the last uh two years that I've done the podcast I've had the pleasure of sitting down and talking to real estate professionals local restaurant business owners martial artists attorneys home inspectors loan officers uh who almost am i forgetting uh therapists i mean a lot of great people that this podcast gave me an outlet to talk to there was even some close friends that i have been friends with for so long but i never really sat down with them for an entire hour and learned so much about them and this is kind of why the podcast is so special to me because I get to connect with people that are in my life and learn a lot of great things from them. So I hope over the past 50 episodes, you've enjoyed what I've put out. I'm always looking for new people and new guests. And if you think somebody would be really interesting for the podcast, reach out to me and let me know. And I would love to have them on because who doesn't love meeting new people and learning more about their job, their life or whatever they're very passionate about. So with the, 50th episode, the big five Oh, I figured I would have my best buddy Mike come on the podcast. And he's been on before, but he's uh, an important part to the podcast. Because when I first had the idea of doing a podcast, he was the one immediately supportive, giving me ideas. Oh, you should do this, you should do that. When I was making the logo, you know, he was a very crucial person that I bounce a lot of ideas off of. He's like that in my life, because he's just a good dude. I've been friends with Mike since 2006? 2005? Since high school? Junior high? I can't even remember now. That's how long we've been friends for. And I felt he was a perfect fit for the big Five O. We talked about the charity stream that's coming up. The Rise of the Kobolds that Mike will actually be DMing for Dennis and I. Really excited to do another charity stream because... Not only do we love helping out our local community, but it's also a time that I get to spend with two of my close friends and we get to nerd out and giggle and just be real silly. So November 13th, 7 p.m., the Rise of the Kobolds, or Rise of the Red Scales, a kobold adventure. Mike will be running that, and I'm very excited to do so. So twitch.tv slash frothylawson. Promotion aside, enjoy this episode with Michael Spuches.
1: I just want to thank you for coming on my show, the Corey cast. Uh, as I said in the intro, thank you to Detroit boxing stream labs. Uh, I already gave them all the shout outs, but for my audience that doesn't know you, can you just give us like a quick, like so- just something about yourself? Like why, why do you think I had you on today?
0: <laughs> this is complete. You completely flipped the script. I was not ready for this. Uh, hi, my name's, uh, no, you-
1: uh, you don't have to overthink it you can just give us like a couple facts about yourself dude it's like sure it's sure not a big deal. Uh,
0: my name is Corey Lawson I'm a real estate agent here in Liverpool New York and uh, good friends with Mike been friends with Mike since uh, 2006 seven I don't know buddy it's been a long time but I gotta say it's a real pleasure being on your podcast
1: all right uh, and it's a pleasure having you dude so as you know, this podcast, it's been the same since episode one. You know what the yep. game is by now. Obviously, we're just going to get right into it. So, all right, starting with number one, Corey, give me your answer and let's hear it. Corey, come on, do the thing, dude. We rehearsed this, right?
0: I, what's my answer?
1: <laughs> uh, no, I'm, Yeah, I've just been messing around. What's up, Corey?
0: <laughs> I'm like, wait, no, I, I like this bit, but you didn't ask me a question. I don't know what to say.
1: Yeah, I I kind of got lost there. What is the plan for today, though?
0: Can you believe this shit, though, dude? It's episode 50. How about that shit?
1: That is wild. Uh, Didn't you start this, like, around a year ago? Or two years? Two Two. years ago? Yeah, Yeah. two years ago. Yeah, doing every other
0: week. And uh, then, uh... I feel like a short time, I did every week, but that was when COVID hit and things were slow. And... uh, now it's hard doing every every week. It doesn't take too long to edit. Yeah, I mean that's fair. Right. It's a pretty it's a time consuming thing. Uh I mean the for the most part the conversations aren't really edited. But the cool thing is I gotta talk to a lot of freaking different people from all various backgrounds. Just like you said in the intro earlier. I mean, you you the intro earlier you, you put out was amazing. You just you nailed it out of the park, dude. I can't. I can't wait for these people to hear the intro, or they already did.
1: <laughs> I'm kind of hoping you just go ahead and snip that whole piece right out of there. Uh, Why? Um, but uh, it was probably very confusing. But maybe that'll uh, just add to the allure here. Um, yeah. yeah, dude. It's it's been a long time coming. You've got a you've gotten a lot of variety of people on. Uh, mm-hmm. A lot of people, like you said, you for sure could have had a chance to talk to you, but probably wouldn't at the length that you did. Uh, for an hour. And and like about their specific field. Usually like if you're talking to someone, it's more like uh shared interest type thing. Very rarely is it like you grilling someone and drilling down on like something they're very focused on. Like I'm thinking of like John Hess or like... Yeah cody kelly and stuff like that like it was cool to hear specifically what they do without just being like hey like talking to him like a everyday friend you know
0: yeah especially dude i i honestly felt like john Hess's was eye-opening for for me because like dude we've known how funny john Hess was for so long but even when as friends were like john what do you do he's like neuroscience and he just like leaves it at that like we never like we never just sit down and we're like what what does a day look like for you and this podcast got me to do that and like even freaking moral oh so life, you're
1: saying uh, uh, you, oh john you you're happen to be one of like the te- on the teams of leading scientists in the country in slash like almost the world on like the specific yeah. problem you're working on but <laughs> that, that's crazy Didn't you're only that.
0: collaborating <laughs> with two other labs in the entire world that's oh yeah. cool Definitely yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Definitely, don't realize that kind of stuff in the moment. So it's cool. And it's always like different people with different backgrounds and fields and stuff. From Dungeons and Dragons to attorneys to chefs to real estate agents. It's just kind of all over the board. It's kind of kind of exactly why you started the podcast, Mike. I mean, that's why you're... Right, you that's why we got into this episodes, all...
1: Dude exactly it's why i i you know chose to start this all up i had a couple different <laughs> logos in mind. i sent them yep. your way yeah and uh we kind of bounced the ideas off each other there but i i went with the logo that we uh have today actually when did you change your logo i'm looking at that now uh oh, didn't that used to be I like the, mark- the dnd stream <laughs> yeah when yeah, did that I, happen
0: I didn't uh, even notice at that. the beginning of this year oh my so, god so we did the stream november the first time in November and then I just took that like character and I was like ah, I love that character so much. We'll just make it a part of the podcast.
1: It's sort of a cross between you and like Charlie Day from It's Always Sunny. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's the anamorph <laughs> middle ground between the two of you guys, I think.
0: Yeah. Somebody told me that he looks a little bit thicker. He looks a little a little thick.
1: Yeah. But other than I that definitely I definitely see
0: mean, it. The, the look on his face of just pure shock and anguish. I mean, that's pretty much what my face looks all the time.
1: Yeah. Just. That is. is that good? Yeah. Yeah. It's like pure shock. <laughs> it's a beautiful sight.
0: Yeah. So uh, it's been, it's just like a cool little shit that just became a passion project. So just a random... like,
1: I assume when you had me on this episode, this is the one that you wanted to turn into like the ASMR. To episode is that the whole point of this because i feel like every time we talk and i have these headphones on it turns into like a asmr sort of food mukbang type uh channel
0: yeah uh, um, i'm actually
1: glad I... you brought that up because
0: um i have a uh, a big bowl of macaroni that we're gonna eat today um and uh i also have some pancakes that i pulled out of the toaster oven that should be ready i'm just gonna put syrup on them and then just chomp them and you know, uh i won't swallow I thinking, i'll just spit it back out onto the plate so you hear that
1: oh so it's at first i'm thinking like pancake isn't the most like uh auditory experience but then you started talking about the maple syrup and i'm thinking about the, the squishiness. <laughs> and then you're talking about just sort of mashing it between your teeth like a pancake smoothie. And then all of a sudden I realized why you're such a professional at this dude. You really, yeah, yeah that is the exact uh, kind of textures we're talking about here.
0: Mike, it's all about the uh the viewership, the listenability. It's that might not be a word, man, but I'll tell you it's it's the big motivating factor when you're making an ASMR podcast. I'll tell you what,
1: I don't know if it's a word, but it was real listenable, and I'll tell you that much. <laughs>
0: Uh, yeah, no, I'm guilty, dude. I'm a, I'm a snacker when I play video games, so I'm always. I feel bad. I'm always just like, "Watch out over there, dude! Move better capture mid, dude! Get zapdos." <laughs> I just can't help it. Video games and snacks go hand in hand together. True that. what What's your What is your like go to snack when you play video games? Do you have one? We all know mine.
1: Mine's usually like sweet. Yes, dude. I was gonna say something like Oreos or something. Yep. Mine's usually I'm not like a Cheeto or like Dorito. Like I never have that around me. Really? I have like yeah. I have like like those little mini cookies from Wegmans or like Oreos or something like that. that oh my That's God. where my head's at. Maybe dude, some I muffins. Crush one of like those that.
0: boxes. Those mini boxes of chocolate chip cookies. The mini cookies get. They're out so of good. So Why- good. Hey, Danny Wegman, why did you make them so tiny?
1: Right? The perfect size. Yeah.
0: Um, perfect size because they're they're bites, but they're bigger ones. The bigger chocolate chip cookie mm-hmm. ones, man.
1: Uh, also so good. Yeah. Also so good. The mini so good. ones, though, have a way of being like, I could have one more, though. And there's just no limit to that. Uh, it's sort of like a... Uh, you know, there's a philosophical paradox about the uh, tortoise and Achilles, where the Achilles should be much faster than the tortoise, but the tortoise, every time it moves a little bit, um, oh shit, I am so gonna butcher this paradox because I could barely remember it. Even when is I that went the tortoise and the hare? No, it's the tortoise and Achilles. Essentially, the idea is like every time he moves. Every time Achilles moves, the tortoise should have also moved. So, like at some point, they should like catch up. Like I, I can't—I'm not wording it correctly, but anyways, it's basically virtually the same exact paradox. It's like you just eat a cookie, and you're always like a little bit hungry, and you can always have another cookie. It's the, yeah. the Danny Wegman cookie paradox. And
0: before you know it, all of a sudden. You feel violently ill, and you've had twelve
1: cookies. Yep. and then Which like is not a good lost, amount. You've also lost the last six games in a row because you're just like <laughs> on a sugar crash at that point. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it is a problem. I need to I start getting a like Doritos instead. You don't That's, have all those problems with Doritos.
0: See, Mike, I go with a healthier option, and I go with uh, Doritos that doesn't give me such a sugar crash. It just makes yeah. me feel so goddamn tired by 10 o'clock you eat like a handful of doritos my body's like
1: yeah plus you're you better have some sort of compressed air to get all that dust out of the buttons of your controller because you know it's getting in there one way or another (laughs) just get it out get it out somehow
0: i usually Uh, wipe my controller down with a clorox Wipe when I'm done using it, uh, only because there's so much Cheeto and Dorito dust all over it. It kind of comes out looking like an orange fabric softener sheet, mm. you know, like an orange <laughs> sweater that, <laughs> an orange sweater that you haven't really washed too much before, and then just the the sheet gets covered in orange lint.
1: Yep, a hundred percent, dude. I can <laughs> totally see that. Uh, yeah, that's actually, and then you can wipe it on your face for like a good, quick fake tan.
0: Oh, dear Lord, dear Lord, Uh dude, the the charity stream this year, I'm pumped for that.
1: Yeah, that it was a thank you for getting segueing us out of there because that was getting You're into welcome. some weird conversation there.
0: Um, Who knew what was coming next with Cheeto skin after that? <laughs> <laughs> but,
1: but yeah, the. Charity thing, that's the other thing. Like, our first one of those, we began talking about it like a year ago today. It was one of those like Facebook memory things that I saw. It was like, Mm. I posted like a coming soon picture like one year ago today. And it's definitely cool to think like how that whole thing started and where we're at now. And I'm feeling good about this next one. Uh,
0: Yeah, I, I, what I posted that day was I asked everybody. I'm trying to pull it up on my phone now. I was asking people what they thought. I just posted a logo. And then I said, tell me what you think Think we're doing. Oh, what do you think we're doing? And I posted the three characters together. Just mm-hmm. our characters. Uh, someone said a porno. A Yep, yeah. yep. <laughs> uh, starting a new brewery because why else would three white dudes be doing anything but starting a brewery
1: that's very fair
0: Um, open
1: mouth kissing which is also fair was one of these Bernie one of them had to have been Bernie so far
0: if I had a guess it probably would have been impressive people making content was one Aww. of the guesses if I had a guess that was probably Bernie
1: Oh, oh, okay. This is one of those like Instagram things, so you probably Yeah, it's like one it. of the Instagram okay. question
0: things. Yeah, man, what um what you we're doing the the rise of the kobolds? What made you want to do that one shot? Is there something in particular about it?
1: Corey, Not just any kobolds. This <laughs> is the rise of the red scales.
0: Oh, rise of the red scales. My bad, my bad.
1: This isn't the rise of the blue scales and the red scales, this is the rise of the fucking red scales, Corey. Oh, my this bad. Is a family podcast, please, Corey. I'm gonna have to beep that out. No more of the swearing. All right, this is <laughs> my bad, um, People are so confused. But yeah, the the I I like the idea of this one shot. I read it. I found it on the DMs Guild, written by a man named Ivan Atanasov and okay it it was just one that i found that was very unique i i was first kind of thinking of something like a heist or something like that something where you're like goblins or something where you're like heisting just something that would be like very like fun and silly um because if i'm going to be dming it i really don't want to try to like Match how well Dennis did, like the serious Candlekeep.
0: So yeah. instead, I wanted to like, yeah. lean
1: on the crutch of like, all right, you guys are wacky goblins or kobolds, and I found this one shot, and like it's one of those ones that's pay what you want. Which DM's Guild, if like people aren't familiar, which I'm sure, I mean, someone listening to this may not even be familiar with D and D, so it makes perfect sense that people wouldn't be familiar with DM's Guild. But it's basically a website where people can publish whatever they want. But usually the content is pretty good. Um, and you can sort of buy a module or they have like custom character classes and races or magic items. Like it's you could publish like anything on there for a price or you can make it like pay what you want. So basically this one was free because it's pay what you want. And then I kind of checked it out and I loved it when I was reading it. Basically the idea was that you are playing every one of the player characters as a kobold of the tribe of the red scale uh kobolds and all of a sudden their dragon queen goes missing and uh the the red scale kobolds weren't just gonna let the blue scale kobolds take over this dragon's lair like they're gonna try to beat them to the punch And the whole idea of this one shot just felt very, like, chaotic and silly. And kobolds are kind of, like, these shitty, like, selfish things that, like, also are very subservient to, like, a master. So there's, like, this power gap right now. And the fact that, like, it needs to be filled and there's tons of crazy magic items throughout the whole thing. um, It just makes for very fun chaos, basically, the entire time. And that was the kind of energy I'm looking for in this, and I think it's going to be a fun one. Yeah, that's cool. I'm
0: I'm excited because like you don't get a chance when you play D and D to really like play a villain unless it's like really tailored for for that kind of scenario. Because I mean, <clears throat> all all campaigns are really like D and D is about being a hero, being the the uh, an awesome person in this story, and a lot of times I feel like you. Like you can't really play some of these as a villain all the time, and somebody who just wants to hurt everybody. Like imagine when we started our campaign, and arriving to Fandolin, two evil guys, and we just wanted to slaughter people in Fandolin, like this this town. Like that's not fun, you know what I mean? So now we get the opportunity to play a, a kobold. Like I would never, I would never pick that as a race to play.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think that's the beautiful thing about D anD. d Is that like it's ex- allows you to explore the spectrum of, like, good and evil. Like, what is good and evil? Because, like you said, like, this is... They're typically considered, like, evil creatures. But within the context of your own tribe, like, you could be as good or evil as you want to be. Ultimately, like, you're doing your work, which is, like, setting up traps for adventurers who might be wandering nearby or... Like literally like trying to kill humans and stuff like that, but you're doing it in the service of your queen and ultimately that's all a human would do in service of their king or queen. So it's just one of those things where it's like uh, what, what perspective you're seeing it from. And this one is very much a unique perspective because you're thousands of feet or miles maybe beneath the Earth's surface in the world's largest mega dungeon that's been growing in size and power uh thanks to this ancient dragon for millennia. Uh, and it's yeah. yeah it's a whole different perspective on it. It's gonna yeah, be that's fun.
0: I'm excited. I think I I like the ability to not only I mean anytime I get to make a new character and kind of like play with with new and be able to get to do things that I normally wouldn't be able to do in my character. You know what I mean? Like, Ragnar the Paladin, very righteous, always by his god of Lathander. You know, he's gonna do things different than, uh... What was the name of my kobold? Dribble? I forgot his name. I had a funny-ass believe it was
1: Dribble Nose Sprout. There the it is. Went with.
0: Yep. Dribble Nose Sprout. That's what's up. That's, that's what's up. I mean, I'm excited. I think it's gonna be, uh, it's gonna be funny, and I'm excited to see have you DM for Danis and I? That's going to be wild.
1: It's, it should be fun. I, I also, uh, I would recommend people check this one shout out, even if you don't feel like I did the best job of uh, performing it or what have you, whatever you want to call that, because I'm changing it a lot to sort of fit our unique thing that we're trying to stream it to people. And like do it in a time frame and make it fun. So I'm changing a lot of the module to kind of like fit what we need. But I think this would be a really fun module for anyone to play, or who maybe like you're just kind of getting started in D D and you're or you have to do a one-shot for whatever reason. Like this would be a really fun one to dive into. And it's one of those ones again, like it's free. You can read it, and if you like it, then you can pay whatever you wanted or whatever you feel like it was worth afterward and you don't have to like spend $10 on something that you don't feel like is a great product. So yeah, I would definitely recommend checking it out. I'm, I definitely enjoyed reading it. It's funny. It's interesting. It's like well thought out.
0: Yeah. To to pull the the curtain back, like on our plans, whenever we talk about putting together one of the charity streams, it seems like always our topics are like, all right, obviously one, what's the organization that we're going to raise money for Two always is like how are we going to make it entertaining for people that's always that's always the big one because i feel like the the different moods like a wild sheep chase is just like a whimsical adventure it's mm-hmm. it changes settings very quickly there's a lot of options for people then uh shemshine's bedtime rhyme was very it was like,
1: almost based it was almost based completely on a pun like the like it was yeah. very silly yeah, yeah yeah exactly yeah and then you had
0: uh, Shem Shines bedtime run that Dennis ran that was like very like horror spooky ass but we were still like alright how can we make this like entertaining for a lot of people how can we get them like pulled in and dragged in and that always seems to be the big ones like we just want to make it entertaining and that one,
1: fun that one was very timely that was like right with the launch of Candlekeep yep. so he kind of uh did something interesting uh, from Candlekeep and then we gave out one of the Candlekeep Books. And this time around, one of the things that I wanted was like to make it fun, which is like why we're doing a cobalt-based thing. And I wanted it to involve I wanted the people watching to be involved more. I was very inspired when we watched the McElroy brothers play uh wasn't it Honey Heist? Honey That's Heist. what they were playing. Yeah, oh, Honey Heist. Heist. And like they did a lot of things where like they would we a vote to the audience to decide like what the characters are going to do. So it's sort of, that was almost like whose line is it anyway? Yeah. Like forcing them to improv. Uh, But I wanted to do things like include the audience when we're uh, playing. And I want to have times when we like throw a vote to the people in chat and like people in chat are able to vote on things. We've uh, like in the past, we've also did like giveaways in chat and we, May or may not be doing some of those with the people watching this time. But uh, yeah, I also wanted to incorporate uh, um, like basically a way for people watching to be able to influence the game itself. So you can do things like uh, we're going to have basically a, a chance for you to donate, right? Everything would go directly to the food bank like everything else. But if you're doing it live... We're going to try to incorporate things like you're going to be able to give a player advantage or disadvantage on a roll or allow them to cause a wild magic surge that might cause like a fireball or might cause bubbles to come out of your mouth or just like crazy things to happen. So like people watching can also have a absolute like direct impact on the game and there's going to be times where you're going to like choose what way the players are going to go and stuff like that. So we definitely appreciate anyone donating for whatever reason and if you want to watch the stream like we are so glad to have you and uh, are going to try to make it fun and as fun as possible for like everyone watching like we're not yeah. just going to sit there and be like d20 plus three four yeah. foot I hit the goblin I think there's like, something we're going to try get, to make like, it caught caught fun into that they get caught like into that whole like
0: okay I roll a g20 we do this and then add four
1: okay now it's i mean it, i'm sure it's going to happen a little bit too like it yeah. just happens but we're going to try our best to try to make things fun for everyone um i think the module's set up for fun but sorry i kind of took your thunder on that. I'm, I'm not sure where if you're going somewhere else with that but Oh no! The
0: only thing I was gonna add to it was just uh, I'm I'm a little nervous on the wild magic table, but I it it like excites me just because for for those that might not understand how D and D totally works is like this is all improv, like this is all just like Dennis and I coming up with with situations, like we kind of have our characters' background story, (laughs) motivations set, but when you guys do a donation and Mike rolls on the wild table or the wild magic table. And all of a sudden, uh, I then have to switch gears into a different personality, or bubbles come out of my mouth, or fireballs. Like that leaves a lot of things up to the dice, which I listen, I'm nervous for, but I'm excited because I think that makes it uh, a better thing.
1: And also, this is something that this is a goal that I hope to achieve. I don't know that I will perfectly, but I hope to make this a little bit more like, did you, did you watch uh tiny, you watched tiny heist, right? With yeah. Brennan and how that was very much less about combat. Like I, I'm thinking back on it. There was like one combat that I remember, but it was very much about like important roles and, there's going to be definitely some important roles throughout this that aren't necessarily combat based but like you trying to achieve something and it's going to be times like that I feel like where people watching in the audience like can really make a difference like giving you advantage or I think I'm going to have something that gives you like a flat plus 2 also so like these moments like that are going to be tense and, like, still require good roles are going to be close to, like, close to impossible without the help of, like, people watching. Like, I hope to achieve some, some sort of a balance there with that. But I know there's at least a couple moments where it's like, dang, it would be... It's hard to accomplish this, but it would be really cool if you do. And, like, the more help you get from people watching, like, that would be pretty dope. So, yeah. I'm excited. For it. is it, or or you just make their life living hell and like give them disadvantage and like try to blow like intense moments. You're like, all right, I'll call magic search right now and maybe it'll fuck fuck them up completely. If and you're all that of a kind sudden, of person, you're
0: teleported to the Underdark and now you're in front of a massive, giant Cthulhu. Uh, you know? Now you get, roll for
1: initiative, I guess. Corey, this is so within the realm of possibility that you don't even have oh, any God. idea. <laughs> like, like, uh. I I can't. Yeah, it, it's just yeah. It's, it's this whole thing is just craziness. That's um, that's awesome.
0: I'm just I'm excited. I just I mean, who doesn't love playing Dungeons and Dragons with their friends, and that's for a for a good cause. And it's always been always been a a love a. A goal. Goal sounds weird, but to do like a a D and podcast or a D D and like stream thing, it just it just seems so cool. And I love I love the opportunities I get to do shit like this. You know, absolutely, dude. And it's um, for a good cause. Like I know I said that twelve thousand times, but the money is local. It all stays the CNY Food Bank, which is I know super important to us. When we had first started talking about it, that we. Wanted to make it like a local Syracuse thing.
1: Yep. Uh, yeah, they showed us around their factory warehouse uh, last year. Yeah. It was definitely a cool experience, dude. It's... Um, hopefully we'll be able to go back. Yeah.
0: Very enlightening for me, for sure. Because mm-hmm. I, yep. uh, I think I was pretty ignorant to how many people were like what did she had a word for it? Uh, food deficient or something like that. There was a word for it where there's, there's a lot of people in CNY that don't have access to food like they should, Mm. which is not something I've ever have to be concerned about in my life. Thank God. You know, like I've always, I've been very fortunate where my family just like we, we always had dinner on the table and lunch ready to go. I mean, there's a good chunk of your, of the time that your mom made me dinner, but
1: I mean, we didn't, we never had to worry about that. You know what I mean? Yep. A hundred percent, dude. And it was also inspiring to see like all the, all the people who were there like volunteering and taking time out of their own day to help out. And like how impressive that place was based on the generosity of other people and seeing the people like that we know who have donated to our campaigns or whatever you want to call them twice now. Like, yeah. Yeah. We're already
0: at like 660 bucks. Out of 3,000.
1: Yeah, we're very appreciative of that. Very inspiring. That gets me Uh, excited, dude.
0: We're only a couple weeks away. When this Actually, when this episode drops, uh, it'll be the week before our stream. So you're going to be listening, people right now, November 5th. We're recording this like a week and a half early. So everybody's going to be listening to this the week before we have our stream, which I'm excited for. This is going to be dope. Beautiful.
1: Yes. Um, also, I think I should point out that Three Lives has been very supportive with us like the first so, time and this time. And we're going to try to do we're, – we're doing giveaways of Three Lives. Uh, I don't know if it's food voucher or gift certificate, um, but we're doing a bunch of giveaways for that. And the other special thing we wanted to do – Uh, We don't have the details 100% worked out, but we're going to have a way for you to be able to play with us at Three Lives, uh, because they are now doing D&D every Tuesday night. And we are going to, this is, every time we do one of these streams, we have people asking to, like play with us and we from that like we've had we've done one shots privately with people who have asked to play with us um so this time we want to incorporate that right from the start and hopefully raise some extra money for the charity so we're going to figure out a way to have we're going to have three slots available to play with us three at three lives sometime in the future that's going to work with everyone involved but like there's going to be a lot of giveaways and a lot of three lives related giveaways, and you're going to have a chance to be able to play with us, uh, and possibly even continue the adventure that we start from this one shot. If people would be into that, like that, that's a possibility that could happen, yeah, or just start something brand new. But yeah, there should be three slots available for that, and hopefully, we'll have some more details about that. Uh, in the I'm future.
0: what I would be really pumped for, too, for that is the fact that. You know, whenever we play, it's usually me, you, and Dennis. Dennis our DM, and then you and I, the 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 players. And that'll be our first time, like really, like in a big group,
1: you know, with cool. other people, which be really cool. I'm excited well, for. It. We we did it with Ben and Cody that one time, but this will be our first time doing it in person with all yeah. uh, at three and and like they would include like uh, I think they call it like grog or mead or. Like whatever drink you want if you don't drink, but yeah, it's gonna be like a really cool in person experience with the physical dice and maps and uh, drinks, and I think it'll be yeah that that should be a really fun when that happens. I'm yeah, I for sure. looking forward to that.
0: Yeah, I'm excited, man. That'll be uh, that'll be uh, next Saturday at seven p.m. November thirteenth. Twitch.tv slash frothy It'll be three of us playing Dungeons & Dragons. My friend Mike Spuch is DMing. My friend Dennis and myself will be playing kobold characters. Will we be up to mischief?
1: Probably. Will they steal the treasure? Most certainly. <laughs> Deep beneath the small town of Hensfield, unbeknownst to its inhabitants, lies the world's biggest dragon's lair. This cavernous mega-dungeon has been growing underground for millennia. Here, the ancient dragon queen Aramanthlia Avaraxina lies slumbering, surrounded by the wealth of nations and the treasures of thousands of devoured adventurers. Here, her sinister plans for world domination are hatched. Here, her prized treasures are kept behind numerous arcane and mundane defenses. This then continues out in a way that I'm not going to continue right now, (laughs) but find out later what happens.
0: (laughs) On the next episode of Dungeons and Donations,
1: (laughs) Mike,
0: now let's get to a subject that is the real reason you brought me on to this podcast. Okay,
1: Corey. So 3.14. What is that sign? Like, what is that exactly, Corey? Tell me about uh, what that means to you.
0: Uh, what was the number again? 3.14? 3. Uh, 3.14159265359. <laughs> is that the number you're talking about? That's the one, yes. Uh,
1: that would be the number for pi. Excellent. All right. On to science, the other subject I wanted to talk to you about. Yes. Um, what if we got monkeys why are we still got monkeys <laughs> i forgot how that one went uh, all right all right so what what do you uh what were we talking about over here yeah What'd no you i just you um, on for
0: this is the reason why i brought you on to the podcast because not only are you a good friend of mine and this is the 50th episode and i figure what way to special to celebrate such a special event by having a close friend like you on the podcast and also kind of getting down to what really matters in life right all right now mike since you're in the hot seat i'm gonna pass this question off to you you give me your thoughts ring through a couple things and then you could throw it back to me okay sound good
1: yep as the host i'm gonna allow it
0: oh (laughs) okay so um very big question, Mike. Is cereal soup? No. Why? There's broth in it,
1: just the milk. No. Why? Cory. 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 Cereal. What? Cory, cereal? Is Corey cereal. It's, cereal. <laughs> it's You're, not soup. Never- <clears throat> Corey. Yeah. What's up, man? It's not soup.
0: But you could call it soup, right? Corey, because it's like liquidy Corey, and Corey. then like. <clears throat> no.
1: You you, you put... ever, uh, Corey, you, yeah, ever, uh, you ever cut your mouth on a nice big bowl of Captain Crunch and think, this soup is good. No, no, well, no, no, I'm just thinking, no, no, Corey, you don't ever say that. You say the cereal is cutting my mouth, is what you say.
0: Well, I'm just thinking, like, if you put chicken noodle soup on the stove, you heat it up. Like, my Captain Crunch, I usually put in a little saucepan, I just
1: like to heat it up a little bit, so that's kind of the same. I, how about this? I will say, if you took chicken noodle soup. And dried it out and then put milk on it, and then you put milk on top of it. Yep. Then that would be cereal, though. Okay. I will say that.
0: Okay. But in order for it to be soup, would we have to pour chicken broth on our our tricks? Well, I'm I'm gonna be honest, I'm not eating I'm not eating tricks, I'm eating Captain Crunch. So put chicken broth on Captain Crunch.
1: Now that you say that, actually, I could see a dish that involved a hot broth, traditional of soup, I'm that also incorporated some Captain Crunch cereal. So in that case, the cereal Captain Crunch could be part of a soup, but if I if you're asking me. If I pour a bowl of Reese's peanut butter cups and pour milk on top of that, is that now soup? Absolutely not. Next question.
0: All right, moving right along. Now, listen, you're in the hot seat, Mike. Welcome to the show. We, uh, we call this part of the show sitting in the hot seat with Mike. Uh, Mike, real quick, give me a couple of thoughts off the top of your head. Where did the name Pina Colada come from?
1: Uh, the song actually. The song was first. The song came first. The song came first, actually. Little known fact. And then Ah. people were like, what is he talking about? I want to create a drink that fits the vibe of the song. And then they created the pina colada after the song was made.
0: You don't think... I feel like pina colada was named after a city. Not the song. Is Pina Colada
1: a <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually not. Was this like a Jeopardy type question where there was a right answer? Or I have kinda no idea. I just could like, Google it right now if you wanted. I thought you kind of just came in where you were like, Pina Colada, talk to me about that. Um, but I, I don't know.
0: Uh, it's just uh, Spanish for strained pineapple, a reference to freshly pressed and strained pineapple juice used in the drink's preparations.
1: See, he must have known that when he wrote the song. Oh, that's true. That's true.
0: But now, listen. If uh, what is the most annoying catchphrase in the world that you hear people say?
1: Hmm. Catchphrase. Now, what do you mean by like catchphrase a catchphrase
0: real... or saying or or? Uh, a a sentence people use all the
1: time. Okay, like some sort of idiom.
0: I'll go first because hmm. I yeah, got give one. me something. Because when can't I worked really... in retail, all people there was a older guy that I worked with who would always say, "Hey, Gore, you working hard or hardly working over there?" <laughs> oh, hey, okay, hey, it's not funny. Hey, <laughs> hey, I'm working really hard. Don't Obviously. demoralize me like that. I care about this place, okay?
1: I respect that, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you you wouldn't even you're offended at the thought of hardly working. I like that about you. Yeah, I will say I could think of one. This is only happens once a year, but it's rough. Can you? I might know. Tell me what do you think it is? You t-
0: we'll say it on the count of three together.
1: Okay, Ready? one, two,
0: three. I'll see you next year. You next year. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. I was just trying to guess. You fucker. Yeah, I'll see it's you next like, year when you get I, that on. Uh... I'm, I,
1: yeah, on New Year's, I'll, I'll see you next year. <laughs> 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 that probably probably worked for the uh, audio part of the show. Um, yeah,
0: no, it's okay, guys. This you is this is a good
1: time to mention it. the corecast has been taken to YouTube. Uh, so if you're a YouTube premium member, you can go ahead, and click that download button on each and every one of his episodes. It'll count as a full view for the full watch time of the episode. It was a Corey, a lot of good. And why aren't you a YouTube premium member? I know you watch a lot of YouTube. You don't like those ads. Uh, skip over them. Uh, go ahead, cancel whatever music subscription you have because you get YouTube premium. You also have a music subscription. Go ahead, download all Corey's videos. It'll be all gravy. He'll get the maximum amount for it. Uh, yeah, we're we're over here on the YouTube. All right. Um, what were we saying? We're under uh, questions. Pina Coladas. Yeah, I answered that one. It was clearly named. The song came first. They were inspired by the song. They created a drink. You did a um, Google search to confirm everything I said was correct. And we're on yep. to the next question.
0: <laughs> um. Now, this is the part where uh, we get kind of serious on the show. And um, the next part might upset some people. Yeah. But this is
1: if you're faint of heart or uh, virgin ears, you may want to turn off the episode now.
0: Yeah. You might just just uh, viewer discretion is advised on this one. Mike, what body part would you like to have removed?
1: Hmm. It's an interesting question. I guess whichever one would make me the most amount of money if I sold it. Hmm. What? Do you think it'd be kidney? A... Do you need... I only need one, I think. You only right?
0: really need one, dude.
1: So, yeah, probably kidney.
0: Nah, dude, you're gonna keep that kidney in case I need it.
1: Hmm. If I get 20 bucks, though, it's 20 bucks. <laughs> <laughs>
0: for me i'm gonna answer this question i ask myself this question constantly and uh my answer is my pinky toe
1: that's interesting mine kind of sucks anyway i'll cut that thing (laughs) off no problem (laughs) yeah it's like all like
0: yeah pinky toe is probably the worst but at least you're making money off yours i'm not making shit off nobody wants a, a messed up broken pinky toe
1: Mm, some sort of museum will have it. I'm sure
0: there might be a dude listening right now that has a foot rubbish. In that case, PM me and let me know your address. I'll send you my pinky toe. Well, if you
1: donate over $1,000 to our donation (laughs) pool, I will cut off Corey's pinky toe and sell it to you. So I like, I'll just be, I'll keep an eye on the donations. You could even leave it anonymous and just send me an inbox message, but yeah. I will cut off his toe.
0: Mike, what's the coolest sound? (laughs) What a funny question. What's the coolest sound? Uh, I'll go first. You know what's really cool is late at night when I'm laying in bed and then I hear someone's car go. (laughs) Mm. Just kidding. Never once has that thought ever crossed my mind. As an
1: electric vehicle owner, let me tell you how fucking annoying the (laughs) loud-ass motorcycle is right next to my house when the guy is just going right by my house 12 times in a row.
0: It's a neighborhood. Why do you have to rev it? Dude, it's somewhere
1: else, though. (laughs)
0: Listen, when you're on Route 31 and you're having a good time, you're on the highway, that's all good. Hey, man, it's 8 o'clock and I got a baby sleeping. For sure, don't rev your motorcycle down the street at 30 miles an hour, gunning that thing as loud as you can.
1: Um, The coolest sound, dude? Uh, fuck, man. I, I, if, I, I got I'm a serious you're, one. If I'm you taking your moment, lead. That, like... the, the annoying one. It's fucking my dog's barking when I'm trying to sleep. That's one. But
0: <laughs> <laughs> I got a serious one, though. The coolest noise is the noise that people make with their mouth when they
1: make the water drop. The water drop? How did they do that? that. It doesn't make any sense. I was like almost sure it was someone like fucking with me and they had some sort of like phone doing it or something like that. But yeah, people are good at that. I don't understand it personally. Or how about the loud whistle? What's up with that? Can you do that one? The. Like, nope, never. It like silences an entire stadium somehow. Yep. Like, how do people do that? Yeah, I don't understand. You
0: you did the whistle and I immediately had flashbacks to like gym class. We're all like, mm. huh? Where's the teacher? Where is Dude, she? I need to group that up that
1: and like phys ed <laughs> what, like what, I don't it's, what is higher level phys ed, ed training?
0: <laughs> it's the same day as the circus class. Remember when you would juggle scarves and
1: spin plates? That's the same same week they teach you the Woo. Yep. Whistle. I was uh watching that show Game Changer, and at one point he busted out that thing that was like the uh juggling thing where it's like two sticks and you go like this, yeah. and the thing like pop, <laughs> jumps up. No, <laughs> I completely no forgot either. about that thing. How, where do they find these activities when we were in like elementary school gym class? Like no idea. What it, it was never like basketball day, and like <laughs> it was always yeah. like Here's, like, some shit like a clown learns on, like, day 14. (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) Hey, you guys ready for some line tag? No, I don't want to play line tag, Deborah. I want to fucking play basketball with my friends.
1: All right, then (laughs) climb this rope all the way to the top 25 feet up, and if you fall, you probably will die. But my hands Uh, will hurt. (laughs) Well, then climb the steel pole. (laughs) It's really slippery. (laughs)
0: There's 10 basketball hoops in this gym, and I've never seen any of them get used. Can we just use one of them?
1: You will learn to juggle. <laughs>
0: <laughs> would, you, would you rather have no nose, but have really good smelling fingers, or be blind and have a really nice smile?
1: Wait, wait. Like, your fingers would be able to smell instead of your nose? No, or your they fingers just smell, just smell nice? really good. You can never smell them.
0: Or would you be blind and have a really nice smile? You could just never see your smile.
1: I would take the the nose thing because my sense of smell is messed up from COVID anyway, dude. Oh, I can barely, no. I can barely remember what things smell like anyway. Dude, cut that thing off. Imagine I have really nice-smelling fingers all the time, though. That would be... Dogs would probably yeah. always want to lick your hands, though. Or maybe that's a good thing. Yeah, I mean,
0: I definitely wouldn't want to be blind, though. Like, I would yeah. immediately give up my sense of smell just to have... That's, on the scale of convenience, being blind all the way down here and just not being able to smell things every now and then. Well, mm-hmm. actually, all the
1: time, I mean... do be able to smell anything. And also, here's critical, like... You also can't breathe out of your nose. like That's a bit of an issue. Yeah, that's a bit of an issue. A Um, bit of an issue.
0: Would you rather always have a mullet haircut or a ponytail
1: haircut? See, now, honestly, this is a win-win for me because I could at least have a haircut at that point. (laughs) (laughs) You can Um, have a haircut instead of default zero. (laughs) You know, I don't understand... This question actually, because you can fucking cut it. What are you talking about? I can only have a ponytail.
0: Oh, you! But I you can always have to your hair. It. it never grows, but you can only put it in a mullet or a ponytail. And if you try to put your mullet into a ponytail, it erupts the hair tie and it explodes back out into a mullet.
1: So if you shave it, does it do that? It immediately will just like a really chia path?
0: A It's like a instant chia pet yeah it's a little a quicker chia pet see for I me pr- i'd prefer probably, ponytail i've got to go don't ponytail want my, hair in my face
1: you gotta go ponytail because the mullet would be fun for like a year and then it would be like get out get off my fucking head but yeah. the ponytail you could put up into a hat sometimes yeah. it might look a little short yeah you could um you can just do different fun things with it what if you tried to put it in, like, pigtails, though? They would immediately burst and then oh, form
0: man. into a ponytail.
1: This is an interesting curse you've placed on this fictional yeah. character.
0: It's a mild, inconvenient curse. <laughs> oh God It's a good
1: man. use of magic. But I, I feel
0: like, that. to your point, a mullet would get so... Like, it would lose its funniness after, like, the, the first... I think a year is being generous, Mike. Like, I feel like a month after you have a mole, everybody's like, oh, yeah, nice, cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there's that. Then you got to deal with, like, hair constantly smacking you in the face. And you just put in a ponytail. You don't have to worry about it.
1: hmm hmm mm-hmm. Um. Hit me with the next one. Why don't you?
0: Yeah, let me see. All right, Would so you? the next
1: one, Corey. Yeah. Thanks for coming on. By the way, yeah, I, no problem. Man. I have appreciated having you on.
0: Yeah, so it was my pleasure. I'm as I'm you glad know, you asked me to be on the sh- the podcast.
1: Oh yeah, you're welcome. Um, as you know, we this is a question I ask all my viewers, mm-hmm. uh, and and attendees to the podcast, not just the viewers, I guess. Um, but I ask them every single time. Who would win one billion lions or one of every Pokemon? Okay, I'm glad you asked this
0: question, Mike, because it is well, literally don't been feel special. News.
1: I ask every one of my guests. So,
0: um, <laughs> what what did the Howard Hanna VP say when <laughs> when you asked? He this actually, question?
1: you know, he had an actually an interesting take because yeah. he said he said to me was uh, he said. While it's an interesting question, obviously, we all have to think about how are the lines going to reach things like Rayquaza flying in the air, but also that's a lot of lions. but he, but he brought it back to the central point that was, that's a lot of destruction that would happen and think of the impact on the real estate and the housing market the not only the area in which the battle takes place but surrounding areas like that's drastically going to throw off property values um homeowners are going to be really disappointed it's going to exactly. probably uh give people good interest rates and that's fine in the short term but think of all the people and all the lost damages and stuff like that so we're best not even discussing the subject. And actually, now that I'm thinking about the way he worded that, let's go on to the, your next question. Just give me the next question. We'll go on no, I just,
0: one. I want to elaborate on this question because I want the viewers at know at home to be very clear my stance on this question. Uh, mm-hmm. You asked me earlier in the show, not just too long ago, uh, who would win a 1,000 elephants or a 1,000 lions? I said lions? What the hell How are you are talking about?
1: Did what I did you that? just ask me? What was the specifics of? You the weren't Pokemon? even, you weren't even close to my Tell question. Me.
0: Tell one me one
1: billion lions, uh, or one of every Pokemon.
0: That still doesn't change my answer, and it's literally one of every Pokemon. Mewtwo so your answer before so was
1: going to be one of every Pokemon when you thought it was lions versus elephants. Uh.
0: No matter what the answer was, one of every Pokemon was gonna win. But I wanted to be clear to the people listening that hey, those lions ain't gonna do shit to Mewtwo, they ain't gonna do shit to a Pidgeotto who's Dude, just flying.
1: Are you kidding me? You think a Pidgeotto Mike. is gonna take out one billion lions, bro? Mike, one of them is <laughs> Mike now. If, not yeah. The they, they, right they have now. no chance they have hey no man, chance look at, look at
0: me in the webcam i will Idea. fucking end this podcast you understand me <laughs>
1: <laughs> i was looking at you with my third eye dude all right let's do one more question
0: let me let me get a good one let's too. do a lightning round in here lightning round okay would you rather have your books read by a few hundred people or a few million go A few million. What? Okay. Would you rather have a life without air conditioning or never be able
1: to use deodorant? Go. Fuck. Never be able to use deodorant. Bro, I need my AC, my guy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Would you rather date your best friend or someone you don't know?
1: Corey, was this all an elaborate plot to get to this point? I don't know. I don't know. Definitely. <laughs> I would pick a random homeless person over you, dude. All right. Lightning round. We're going quick. Next question. Would
0: you rather get your wisdom teeth pulled or your butt cheeks pierced? Butt cheeks clapped.
1: Next question. Clap? No, pierced, Mike. Wait. Oh, the first one then. Um, <laughs> would, you <rather> be, <laughs> would you rather be
0: trapped in a romantic comedy with your enemies or trapped in a horror movie with your friends
1: the first one
0: would you rather be smacked in the face with a fish or farted on
1: mm. yes
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes yes i would like that um yes, yes. Like, some of these questions, though, kind of suck. Would you rather poop in the only toilet at a party knowing that you'll clog it yes. or poop in the bushes in the backyard? For me, I'm, I'm going to poop in the bushes.
1: That is a good question. Now, at least if you get caught pooping in the toilet. It's like, hey, he Clogged, pooped in a Mike. toilet. Clogged it. Mm. You That's... can just blame it on someone else, I guess. That's embarrassing. Well, there you go. That's a good idea.
0: Would you yeah, rather be able to teleport
1: or time travel? Uh, that's a loaded question. Because time travel has all kinds of paradoxes involved. Rick and Morty won't even touch the subject. Mike,
0: uh, hey, just answer the break goddamn the universe.
1: Do I want to break the universe? Am I going to freaking Doc and Marty the whole situation? I don't know. Uh, I'm going to go with teleport. Just keep it clean and simple.
0: Would you rather have to speak in rhyme for the rest of your life or speak in riddles for the rest of your life? Oh, dude, not riddles, dude. Rhyme, dude. It would... I honestly would not be your friend anymore if you made me fucking figure out riddles all the time. Rhyme, if you spoke in rhyme, I'd be impressed. Like, I'd be like, nice, dude. Mike can rhyme anything in the book. But then you're talking in riddles? Hey. Yeah. I don't want that.
1: One is William Shakespeare. You're a genius. Two, you are a lunatic and annoying. So, yeah. It would be impressive, though, if someone could exclusively speak and like riddles the creating on the spot. That would be impressive, actually. That'd be
0: very imp- impressive. But could you go on a three hour road trip with them somewhere? <laughs> a
1: trip you could go. To where? Who's to know? <laughs> what if I just busted out a sick riddle right there? I dude. would have been so uh, impressed. I can't do it,
0: though. Hey, man, thanks for having me on the podcast. It was a real blast. Thanks for the lightning round questions. Um, And yep. uh, thanks uh,
1: for having me on. It was a real honor, dude. When is this episode uh, going to be out? This one should be out by the time that i release it like it should okay. be out when when it's when you're hearing when the people are hearing this it should be out by then okay so, cool i
0: i if uh like i just have some social media links and uh like even my real no. estate website can i put the mm-hmm. links in the description mm-hmm. can i give you that
1: Mm-mm-mm.
0: okay all right well thanks man i appreciate it's many years of friendship cost you. Thank you so much for listening to the show. The love and support that you guys show me is such a wonderful thing from the text messages to social media posts. It's just a constant reminder of how many awesome people I have in my life. If you want to support the show, make sure you subscribe, follow, like the podcast so you don't miss an episode, share it with your friends and tell them what your favorite episode is. If you think yourself or someone you may know would be great on the podcast, reach out to me and we can make it happen. I love putting these out and getting a chance to talk to so many interesting people is so incredible. So thank you for giving me your time, and I appreciate you guys more than I can put into words. I love you people very much.